Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. All right, goal to go at the four-yard line for the Chiefs, trailing 24-20. Pacheco running back. Chiefs will use the shotgun. Motioning left is Hardman. They give it off to Pacheco. Slamming on the left side. Angling into the end zone. Touchdown! Kansas City! Pop! Goggles the sweet nectar of the end zone. And the Chiefs are back in front. 26-24. to 24. Ultimately, the game-winning touchdown. The Chiefs would make the extra point. That set up the 27-24 score. We all know with the missed field goal, that was the final score, 27-24. Isaiah Pacheco, Mitch Holtis on the call there. Pacheco, incredible again yesterday. The dude just uh, is is unbelievable to watch run. I don't know what his long-term career is going to be when you play like that, but boy, oh boy, you just got to keep feeding him. I mean, it's, it is... Broncos wrote Terrell Davis's yeah, legs I mean, it's, into the ground for a couple of titles and then walked away. It's Let such it a be. strength, and he's such a weapon for this team, especially this particular season. And, look, they'll have a tall task with that interior of the Ravens line. But, like, they shouldn't abandon the run this Sunday either. I mean, that is just a huge part of this team. Isaiah Pacheco deserves all the props that he is getting. A reminder, Andy Reid going to speak live here exclusively on 610 coming up at noon today as the Chiefs get set for their sixth straight AFC title game. And, whether it's Andy Reid's legacy or Patrick Mahomes' legacy, they're just, just adding another element to what they have accomplished to get to another AFC title game. We know it's six straight uh, for Patrick Mahomes in six seasons for Patrick Mahomes. And at this point in time, two MVPs, the six straight title games, two rings, uh, and you're thinking about where he's at in his career. Guys, we're, we're still in the early portion of his prime. He's 28. Quarterbacks are usually better after that age. You know that, right? <laughs> Like, typically, 28 is when the prime career of quarterbacks starts. Historically, that's when the prime career of quarterbacks starts is 28 years old. And he, I mean, like you said, if you just lift off the accomplishments, it sounds stupid enough. He has been in six seasons. He has been in six AFC title games. He has two MVPs, two Super Bowl rings. As you pointed out, I mean, he can still add a fourth Lamar Hunt trophy and a third Super Bowl to this list of accomplishments, which would be impressive. If you just knew this season was done and it's not, there's still so much in there. I think it's the way he plays in the postseason that makes this so incredible. It is one thing to be a great regular season quarterback, like a lot of regular season quarterbacks are. We haven't seen somebody play like this in the postseason like Tom Brady. These two comparably just go at it every single time the lights are the biggest. Yeah, I don't have the numbers in front of me from Friday. Because uh, they were a little more on the advanced analytics side, because I was, I was reading, I think it was Scott Caxmar that, that put it out. Look at Brady, look at Breeze, look at Manning, any of these guys that are either already in the Hall of Fame or will be in the Hall of Fame first ballot. And their 
away game and playoff performances, they all had great moments. And some of them elevated their game. Historically worse, though. But Patrick Mahomes is on a different different level than them in terms of if you look at not just yardage, I'm talking about like, again, some of the nerdier stats, but like yeah. where he has been better than any of them in terms of elevating in these moments in the playoffs and now on the road. And while I think the storyline of the road stuff got overblown, it still was a challenge, right? It was the next challenge, one of the few remaining challenges yeah, for Mahomes. And so f- when you're going through and listing his accomplishments, now nobody can sit there stupidly and be like, well, he's done it all at home. Forgetting that the reason why they've been at home is because he was so damn dominant in the regular season, so they got home games. Now he's won on the road in one of the best atmospheres in football, I think we can acknowledge that, in, in Buffalo. And so even going into like now the, the rate, like th- these tests that he has, he's a- he continues to ace them. This wasn't a game where the defense had to carry him. He was sensational yesterday. Josh Allen was great. Patrick Mahomes was better. Like the people who try to dis- diminish it, like the Patriots fans, they're only doing that because they're actually still nervous about it. Oh, the they're threatened. Thing. There is no one else who comes anywhere close and probably maybe never will come anywhere close to actually threatening that man. But because Patrick Mahomes is doing this, because they'll be like, oh, six straight conference title games. Well, Tom Brady made eight. I'm like, just <laughs> real quick. Patrick Mahomes couldn't have made more. He's only been the starter for six years. This is it. This is the furthest he can go because he's only played in those numbers. I actually saw a stat earlier today because this is what's impressive. I think in the early part of Tom Brady's career, when he had three Super Bowl rings before he turned the age of 30 and Patrick Mahomes still has a shot to do that, when he had done all those things, he was riding it on the back. Like he didn't turn it on for himself until later on, right? He had big-time throws and big-time moments, but he wasn't this unstoppable force. For instance, Tom Brady, his entire AFC title game career, has 21, he has 17 games. He's played, I mean, it's that's a stupid number, so we can just forget that for a minute. But he's played in, in an impossible number of AFC title games, 17 of them. He has 21 touchdowns and seven, or 14 of them, sorry. 21 touchdowns and 17 picks in 14 AFC title games. Okay, that's, and like 230 yards a game. That's fine. They won a lot of those games. They went to a lot of Super Bowls, and they won a lot of the Super Bowls they went to. Patrick Mahomes has played in five of them. He's getting ready to play in his sixth. 14 touchdowns to two interceptions. His touchdown-to-interception ratio in yards per game blows every other elite quarterback, like all-time great quarterback out of the water. Like right now, Patrick Mahomes is the second-greatest quarterback to ever play right now. He's 28. He could retire today, and I would still tell you he's the second-greatest quarterback to ever play and the second-most talented and the most talented quarterback to ever play. And if he just runs into a few more of these Super Bowls, which seems likely, he still has a shot to at least be in the conversation like LeBron and Jordan, where I don't know if he'll get the ring total. He might. Yeah. I, look, but even if he it, doesn't, you'll be arguing it. Once again, and, and this will be more of the conversation if the Chiefs are able to get past the Ravens and it's truly in the Super Bowl, it's an, and you're one win away at that point uh, from winning uh, another ring. But the fact that he is probably in a game in which a lot of people didn't think they'd be in the AFC title game. Now, when you're thinking about legacy talk and ring conversation and all of that, like these are the type of seasons. These are the ones where you can find a way to actually get close, maybe not catch, but get close to Brady where it's a year where it seemingly you had no business, maybe having a chance to win a Super Bowl, And now you're one of the final four teams. This is how you go from just be just being, just being the guy that ends up with three rings. Okay. And how you end up with the guy as a guy that has five years like this, where it was not your best offensively, statistically, all of that. And yet you're in the final four. This is how you go from 
winning a handful yeah. to winning as much as anybody or the second most in NFL history. That's why this year suddenly is, is fascinating. This is why people are, frankly, so annoyed outside of Kansas City. Because well, they, they got rid know, of Brady and they, then they, they just know. got him again. Yeah, but you're 100% right about the, the, the Patriot mindset. And I guess we shouldn't care about the Patriots anymore no, anyway. They're just threatened. But, but, you know, this is more of a social media thing anyway, probably. But, yeah, seeing, seeing how Patriots fans have reacted, and even those in the media that are out of the Boston area, it shouldn't surprise us here because you're right. There's only one quarterback that has a chance to threaten what Brady has done in terms of, not, uh, in terms of catching. Yeah. And there's one guy that can ever do it. And he's playing for the Chiefs right now. That's all it is. Next guy might be it's 40 right. years away from now. You and, know? and again, we've said it over and over. The Chiefs are, and their quarterback are in the same spot as how we probably felt about Brady. Right? You hate it. You can't stand it. You're like, how the hell does this freaking guy just keep ending up in these games? And now we got that guy here in Kansas City. And it's beautiful on our end. And it sucks for everybody else. I do think if you're ever going to, like, the legacy part. If you are going to go down as the second greatest quarterback of all time, in everyone's eyes, or first greatest, or the greatest quarterback of all time, in everyone's eyes. You do have to get the Super Bowl in the year you weren't supposed to. And God, does that feel like this year. <laughs> yeah, yeah. they still won the division because they're the Chiefs, but I mean, losing to the Raiders a couple of weeks ago, all these other AFC, fall down to the three seed. Packers lost. Egg on their face. They're throwing balls to guys with, like, feet for hands. Doesn't feel like it's supposed to be it. And then, oh, oh, uh-oh, AFC title game real quick. Here we go again. Yeah, he's and a win. Then it's just like he, he's a win away from us having uh, the the real, real, real dynasty talk. Like you know, I know last year after the Super Bowl, you and I disagreed. Were they already won? I said no. They needed to get to another Super Bowl. They're a God, win away man. from they get they get to another Super Bowl. You're talking about truly having a chance to be the first franchise in was it twenty something years to go back to back. I mean that that since the that, that's a week that exactly that's another thing in that's the th- early two thousand. It's, it's another thing that's threatening for the now the Chiefs are a win, they still got to win one more to have that. I won't, there's no reason to have that conversation. Yeah, no. uh, in, until they beat the Baltimore Ravens on Sunday, but that's how close they are. That's how close they are. And, and if you think people hate the Chiefs now, even after another, wait until they're in another Super Bowl. And if it's the Detroit Lions or it's the Forty well, ers on the other it, side, if it's the Lions, the Chiefs have the chance to be the single greatest <laughs> villain of all time. Ninety nine point nine 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 percent of fans that aren't Chiefs fans will be rooting for the Lions, not just because of the Chiefs' success, but because the Lions yeah. are the other team. I mean, it will be the most lopsided. I'm rooting for them side of things ever. Yeah, if it's the Lions. Also, by the way, that would be fantastic from a storyline perspective. They play in the first season of – they play in the first game yep. of the season. No, Mahal, the no Kelsey and Chris late. Jones in that game too. Yeah, so. and you get all the normal storylines that exist in the Chiefs. The turnovers, the Kadarius Tony drops, the mm-hmm. penalties by the offensive linemen, all juiced up into one little storyline just to meet each other for the final game. And by the way, the, I know we're going to talk about those games later. Forty Or maybe or now. now yeah. But the 49ers did not look good in that game. The Packers should be – hating themselves for letting that one get away. They were the better team. They played better and they still let Purdy get him at the end. That's got to claw well, that's, at them. That's, that's where the, so much better. And that's where the Chiefs game was trending towards the end. Yeah. I mean, it, the, the Chiefs in the second half were better than the Buffalo Bills, but because of the, the McCole Hardman turnover and you, you let him off the hook, if Josh Allen would have scored with, you know, 20 seconds and the Chiefs weren't able to go down and kick a, you know, a few, or I guess they wouldn't need a touchdown at that point. If they weren't able to do that, then, then we would have had a similar conversation like you let the Bills off the hook and all that. Instead, fortunately, it's not the conversation we're having yeah. here. But you're right. It's exactly what, what I, I'm sure they're saying in Green Bay, ultimately, because it wasn't the best performance for the Niners. And 
Yeah, we got four teams left. It's the Niners and Lions, and it's the Chiefs and the Baltimore Ravens. I think everybody would have probably predicted by the midway point of the season that Baltimore and San Francisco were going to be there. But I don't think anybody, once you checked in after week 10 or 11, had the Chiefs and the Detroit Lions in the in, a, in the respective conference title games. Yeah, no, I just, that's, I mean, this is in the end. Like, realistically, this is three of the better teams in both conferences all year. And then the Chiefs, who you were thought were for the while one of the four best teams, you weren't sure for another time, but also weren't definitively not, you know, because nobody ever fully believed in the, you and I never fully believed in the Bills. Maybe, like you said, the betting community was all in. But you and I were always reticent on the Bills, and we always knew the Dolphins were frauds. So this is probably realistically the four best teams in both conferences. The Lions maybe could have gotten left out for the Cowboys at some point. Right, but there was an argument for the two. I just, I've been really impressed by the Lions. That was a game in which they left. And look, Baker had a shot. It was tie game at halftime. It was late. Bucks should have been up three at halftime. Yeah, yeah. They let the Bucks back in after they got a two touchdown lead, and it looked like they were barreling towards it. And they still had to hold on. That game is fascinating. But look, I mean, it's the Lions. The Lions are in the NFC title game, and then the Forty ers As much as we talk about the Chiefs run, the Forty ers in the NFC title game seemingly every year too. And it's been it, – this is the third different quarterback they've taken. Yeah, Kyle Shanahan's phenomenal. Like, and he finally – that stat that everybody oh loves yeah, to reference. we re- 30 or whatever. He, that finally is, you know, kind of dead now. You know, it was, it was – yeah, he was like 0 for 31 when his team trailed by seven or more entering the fourth or something yep. like that. It was it was something like that. And that was the case uh, on, on Sunday – or Saturday night, I'm sorry. And they, of course, came back and, and won. And then Jordan Love, who had been sensational, uh, came up with a terrible decision – uh, and, and threw a crossbody pick, and, and it sealed the deal uh, for the, the Green Bay Packers to lose and for the Niners to to advance. And, yeah, I mean, it'll be interesting. I, I think the, for not to talk too much about that game, but the Lions, I would just say the question for them will be now that they you're not at home anymore and riding that yeah. – I mean, that atmosphere And their pass nuts. defense is bad. So we'll see. I mean, I, Brock Purdy was off early in the game, too. I thought he was rusty. So I, I still think the 49ers probably win, but we'll have, we'll have all week to figure all that out. There's a lot of injuries across all four teams that need to be sorted out for people to be able to judge who's available and who's not. But the fact that, that these are the four teams remaining is, you know, there, there's great storylines involved in every single one. What did you make of the Ravens' performance? I know we're going to talk about them a lot. Yeah. So they were also tied at halftime. You had just mentioned that with the other. They were also tied with the Texans uh, halfway through. I, in watching that game, and this is what we'd said going into it, Kudos on a great season for the Texans. They can definitely tip their cap and be sure. like, we think we got the guy. We're good. We're pretty sure we got the guy. We hung in there. The Ravens are just better. I mean, that's all it was. Lamar, the second half, looked like the over. MVP of the league. I mean, in the second half, that was MVP Lamar Jackson. That's the performance you got to have from your quarterback, and they got it. You know, the other, the other what, three playoff appearances when Lamar would be exiting early – he wasn't playing like an MVP. It's, it's, that, it's that simple. Like He played like one of the best quarterbacks in football in the second half, and that's why the Baltimore Ravens won, and they won comfortably when it was all said and done, and the Texans just had no answer. And that's why, as you said, we'll have all week to talk about this, but you know, the big question will be, yeah, how, how do you spy and contain Lamar the best of your ability? And, and you know, I, do, I do trust Steve Spagnuolo to make adjustments. It, it took longer this past week, yesterday, than we, we thought adjusting to even Josh Allen. And this is why like Willie Gay Jr. Uh, needs to be available. Uh, and hopefully he is, they need him badly in this game. Derek Nadia. Yeah, I saw that know. as a difference like, in the Josh Allen. All, all of that is, is very important. And we'll find out later as the week goes on injury wise. But no, I, I thought, I thought Lamar was sensational in the second half for Baltimore. Yeah. That was one of those like, well, just a one man show, just one guy. Absolutely. 
throwing a team on his back and being like, yeah, you know what? We're good. I'll throw like two passes to every player. They'll all have like a it's, few yards, and I will just absolutely dominate. Because he had 100 yards rushing on like 10 carries or 11 carries. Yeah. It's another game, though, for Lamar where the pressure will be on him again. He's the home oh, team. You're the, num- you're the, you're the yeah. home team. You're the number one seed. I mean, you're, there's expectations there. It's Do you realize how wild it is for the defending yes. Super Bowl champion to have less pressure than the team they're facing? But I love that's that. It's two straight weeks. How's that even possible? It doesn't happen often, and, but that's what I love the spot that they're in. Like we, we talked about that heading into the Bills game. When you, when you have guys on the team with multiple rings and experience and they get to be dogs and they get to actually find real material to motivate it. And we, again, don't say that doesn't happen because it's been very evident with this group yeah. over the last couple of years. They absolutely use what is said about them. Even if they pretend all week, they don't hear anything. No, Mahomes tweets out, good luck, which yeah, is yeah. the comment from Dawkins, They're the Bills offensive lineman. Very aware. And they found a way to harness that and, and use that as motivation. And they're going to probably have plenty of that bulletin board material stuff this week. I think the Ravens probably players are smart enough, smarter than the Bills to, to not say something. I think Harbaugh will make sure that doesn't happen. So it's probably going to have to come strictly from the media. I would be pretty surprised if anybody on the Ravens as a player says anything. But you'll, you'll, I'm already, I mean, I've already seen clips this morning of national media members talking about this game, and it's going to be much of the same. Love it. I mean, just not learning their their mistake from the last time, huh? I can't believe like three weeks ago, Gold, four weeks ago, whatever. You and I, like, we had to have conversations. Look, here's a little peel behind the curtain. We have to pretend like there's a chance the Chiefs could go to the Super Bowl <laughs> and make some plans based on that. Hey, your guys' show's gonna go to Las Vegas. Here's some general ideas of if they go, you'll be going. Here's some general planning outside of that. And for the most part, we had been treating it somewhat flippantly of like, well, eh, maybe, but I'm not going to get that deep into the planning. And then, you know, like, and then we're like, wow, boy, they beat Miami. Pretty good in that game. It's like, I think they beat the Bills. I'm going to take this real serious. I was not prepared to talk myself into them beating the Ravens three weeks ago. Because I thought the Ravens and the 49ers are the two best teams in the NFC and the AFC. And that that was just the way that this was going. And now... I'm fully prepared that by Friday, I'm <laughs> yeah. just going to be in. Yeah. I'm just going to be in. Yeah. And for all the people that want to reply to the 610 Twitter account that are like, oh, all 15 of you choosing the Chiefs, you a bunch of homers. They win a lot of it's, games. Yeah. It's not a homer if they win. <laughs> just so you know, the Chiefs win all the time. I'm going to be right 90% of the time if I choose the yeah. Chiefs to win. It's not a bad take to choose them to, to yes. be victorious. That is very true. Uh, Again, coming up in about 30 minutes or so, roughly 40 minutes, actually, we'll hear from Andy Reid right here on 610 Sports Radio. Trash of the day. All right, we'll get right back to the Chiefs, I I promise. The trash of the day, no, it's not Tyler Bass's missed field goal, although it could have been. We could have just played that over and over and laughed all together again. This one actually has nothing to do with sports briefly. That's why we call it the trash of the day. Every year, I feel like there's a story about this, but I guess this year's extra special. We know when the spring hits, you start hearing the cicadas around the summertime and spring. Well, billions of cicadas are expected to emerge in the U.S. this year in a rare double event, double brood event, not broad, double brood double event. Double brood event? Uh-huh, yes. Sounds this intense. year's dual emergence is a rare synchronized event that last occurred in 1803. As in, like, Abraham Lincoln was president. Okay. Right. Been a while. Uh Uh-huh. It's been a little bit. Uh, So, basically, two different breeds. uh, I'll call them breeds, whatever. That lives on a 13-year cycle, and the other that lives on a 17-year cycle are going to emerge at the same time from underground. Because right now, they're underground. They've been underground for 17 years. And they're going to all come come together at one time. Billions of them at once in the Midwest and the Southeast. Some places in late April, and they will have a raucous mating ritual. Mm Mm-hmm. That's happening. 
It's only a line once. It only happens once every 221 years. Just because of the 13 and 17 lining up at the same time. Understood. Uh-huh. They won't sync um, up again for another 221 years, man. Can I say it? I don't mind the sounds of cicadas. I kind of like it. it makes me like feel it? like summer. I don't mind it at all. Doesn't bother me at all. I can sit outside. Hundreds of cicadas making that sound. Just kind of feels like summer. Yeah. Excuse to be outside. Look, I don't want the dead, like, skeletal carcasses all over the place. I'm not really down with that part of the cicadas. But the sound itself doesn't bother me. I thought, uh, I thought some of us were okay. Since, I mean, since Abe Lincoln was barely born yeah, in 1803. Yeah, it was in the 1800s. Anyway. They just knew he was going to be president. That's right. You know? we, are, we already knew. He was born to be president, you know? Um, look. I, I mean, it was the 1860s. <laughs> <when he> was, <laughs> it's, it's like, uh, the, the fact that the, you, the cicadas, the noise... It is what it is. You're right, though. The problem is you get a bunch of dead ones just all over the sidewalks. All over the sidewalks. I'm That's assuming your backyard, your four or five decks that we haven't covered. confirmed if it's four or five uh, are covered in cicadas. Again, it depends on how you how you count them. Um, I, I mean, I guess I don't know what a is it weird to you that they're just buried? Batch, or, or, seems like. Is it weird to you that we know they're just buried? Like for the last 17 years in your lawn. They are buried on like if you were to dig it up, they're just there's their eggs are just buried there or whatever. I mean, it lays a lot of credence to those like end of the you know, like the end of the world movies where all of a sudden it would be like, oh no, like I think there was one on Amazon Prime with uh, um, Chris, what's his last name? Uh, guy who just played Mario. I can't, play. Well, I don't know, I don't know, I can't help you on this one. Sorry, so many Chris's. It's not Pine, it's not Evans. What's the other one? Pratt, Chris Pratt. <laughs> there's a there's one on Prime where. It turns out, like, these beasts are taking over the world, and it's in the future, and you got to fight them. And they're like, where do they come from? We never saw them land. It turns out they're just buried at Earth's core, warmed up a little bit too much, and there they are. Lays a little credence so, to that idea, doesn't it? It is pretty wild to think, though, that for 17 years, these things are just buried, and then it's all, all at the same time, they all hatch or whatever. I assume they hatch. I think, I don't know. I, I don't know how that all works. I assume they're not just sleeping underneath. For, maybe no. they are. I don't know. And, and they all come up at once. It's going to be loud as hell. Super loud. They surface once the soil reaches around 64 degrees Fahrenheit. The worst part is going to be in Illinois. They said that's because they, they, there's a crossover. Some of them are set. That's where oh, they cross so we over. Don't, we're not even getting it as bad? Not as bad. Illinois is worse. It's worse over there. Kansas, if you look at the map or whatever, it's actually more of a Missouri thing than a Kansas thing. Oh, man. Yeah, we're getting a lot of that in Missouri. That's coming straight to my backyard. That's fine. Whatever. Actually, it looks like it just we're just on the outskirts. 100 decibels, by the way, they can reach. God, that's is like, I mean, remember 142.2 was Arrowhead. So it's that's kind of loud. equivalent to a motorcycle or jackhammer. Or jackhammer? That's what they label under They're the They're saying the cicadas decibel. are going to be as loud as a jackhammer? Okay, look, I take back my stance. <laughs> of, I, like the, I like the sound to a point. All right, this is, I don't think I like it to uh, that volume. There are people that go on cicada safaris. <laughs> And they go. They they will go to the area to seek out the cicadas. What are we do? What? It will like block- I get one in to go see the, po- the 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 eclipse, and you drive to you know this. I think that one coming up is in Arkansas in the next year or so. I get that. You want to go down to Hot Springs, Arkansas? Cicadas? No, for the but not for cicadas. Yeah, for the eclipse, one thing. For cicadas, I'm good. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the twelve precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. 
Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. It's going to block out the noise from the apartment above us, so I actually won't mind. Oh, wait, it. What's, do you have a problem with the apartment above you? Oh, my God. All right, we'll, we'll, all right, we'll have to talk oh, about we this. We've got to talk about this on the other side. At some point, we'll talk about this. We'll also get right back into the Chiefs, who once again are heading to an AFC title game. And there's two players that have been criticized all year that deserve some love today based off of their best performance of the season. Chiefs Kingdom, this is Mitch Holtis, and welcome in to the Chiefs Red Half Hour on Cody and Gold, every day at 1130 on your official broadcast partner, the Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. Coming up in 30 minutes, we'll head out to Arrowhead, going to hear from Chiefs head coach Andy Reid exclusively here on 610 Sports Radio. Do want to pass along again, there is an update stadium-wise today for those of you that are interested in that as we're talking Chiefs football all show long. But on the stadium front, with that three-eighths cent sales tax extension, uh, Fesco did just tweet out as well saying, uh, from a source, we have the votes. Looks like the Frank White veto over overriding the Frank White veto is close, and Jackson County would have the opportunity to vote on that three-eighths cent sales tax extension. It has not actually happened yet. I want to be clear on that. But the belief is that two legislatures legislators have flipped from where they were at before, which was in support of the veto, which they only so need the one. So a hard no have stayed that way? I believe so, yeah. yeah. We talked about that on Friday, that there were two possible ones that you could flip, and it looks like that's exactly what's happened. We'll let you know when it's official and the vote has taken place. But if the override is successful, then Jackson County residents on April 2nd will have an opportunity to vote. And there's still questions that are going to have to be answered before then. We talked about that. The Royals still have not selected a stadium site, but this is a, a step to at least get it on the ballot in April and, and get the questions answered. And look, I will, I will tell you, you know, I'm supporting the downtown stadium, but if for some reason they don't meet the February 29th deadline, which is the new one, it sounds like, to notify of the Royal site, then, then I have uh, no reason to tell anybody uh, to, to vote yes on something you don't have the answers to. But the big thing was making sure people had a chance over the next couple months to get those answers and make their own decision on April 2nd, and that's where it looks like it's headed. Yeah, I'd be surprised at this point, I guess, if it goes the other way, but, God, it's been back and forth a little bit. So there you go. I'm going to hold my breath until we actually get to the vote this afternoon, and then, yeah, we can discuss it again more tomorrow. Back on the field, though, with the Chiefs, you know, the, the one of the things heading into the Bills game was going to see how the tackles held up. Road atmosphere, silent counts. You know, Juwan Taylor penalized. What do you do Bills against Rousseau? Third in the NFL in sacks. Yeah, Rousseau and Oliver. How, how are they going to hold up? Much like we gave props to MVS for his catches, Juwan Taylor specifically, but also Donovan Smith, who I know they got penalized once, I think, in that game. They got double they, penalized. The same play, yeah. <laughs> they <laughs> both were fantastic, man. Yeah, They were sensational. 
on the road, tough environment. Like that was big time. They needed. That's why Mahomes had time and work in the middle of the field, take advantage of the injuries because he wasn't running for his life. I was a little concerned the second play of the game where Mahomes had to do like a little spin. Yeah. I was like, oh no, is this how it's going to be all game? That was the only play where really the Bills got true pressure. I would argue on the Chiefs. O line was sensational. I know you were looking at some PFF grades during the break. Both tackles deserve a lot of credit for stepping up in that moment, and they're going to have to do that again on Sunday against a really good linebacking core of Baltimore. Again, what's important about this is not just that it helped them get the win, because that is important, and they deserve all the credit in the world yeah. for um, you know getting the, you know like keeping Patrick Mahomes safe. He had a couple of times where he had to like do his little slip slide away right to avoid the pressure and take himself in there. This was maybe their best performance of the season. Creed Humphrey, by the way, was the number one rated player on the entire field between both teams, according to Pro Football Focus. Uh, Joe Tooney, as you know, is always great and then left the game injured. And we're keeping an eye on that injury, too, because that can be a big one for the Chiefs. Trey Smith had 30, I think, 25 pass blocking snaps, allowed zero pressures in that. But the key was always the, the tackles. The Baltimore Ravens are number one in the NFL this year in sacks. The Chiefs are two. The Bills are three. So you knew going into this next two postseason game run before that Bills game, that the tackles are going to have to hold up. And you and I both said, like, holding up against Miami, which they also did, by the way, didn't mean anything. Yeah, there was not, they didn't have the personnel. They didn't have anybody to blitz you. They didn't have anybody to come after you. And while the Bills' defense had some weaknesses at linebacker, at corner, due to some of the injuries, they still had most of their complement of defensive ends who were, again, top five in the NFL in sacks this year. Them holding up against them makes me feel like they can hold up against Baltimore. That's what's important. Sure. No, I mean, confidence is a big thing. Like, I mean, confidence is a huge thing, not only from the fan perspective, but the guys on the field, like going in that atmosphere. Mahomes, you know, his first road game and all that was one thing. Uh, But for your tackles to go, you know, silent count and, and have the success and a big part of it is I think, you know, they're just a little more relaxed and prepared heading up to the line of scrimmage which I think is helping everybody. And that's probably where we get back into the conversation about the, you know, Andy Reed to, to Nagy to to Mo- yeah. and, and they're not having those issues. And so if you're giving Mahomes, you know, and he's up there 12 or 15 seconds to actually look at the defense, you're giving the tackle some time to, you know, like you're, you're doing all that. You're less likely, I think, to have some of these pre-snap mistakes. Yep. And that's been a big part. I believe why since that Cincinnati game, they have been better on offense as well because of this, and the tackles overall have performed at a higher level. They're going to have to continue to, to do that. What's funny is it's more about the penalties than even the pressures. I know that that sounds silly, but this year the Chiefs allowed the least amount of sacks in the NFL. Okay, he didn't get sacked that much. Josh Allen was second least, by the way. Neither quarterback got really touched much in that game. Chiefs pass rush had a not particularly good game at all. Right. But both quarterbacks did what they did the majority of the year, not get touched for a variety of reasons. One is what you mentioned, Patrick Mahomes is better at helping those players not do it. And they did a nice job against the pass rushers doing it, but they didn't get penalized. That just helps prevent these drives from stalling. You see what they can be offensively, right? When they don't have a holding call that sets them back to second and 20, first and 20, third and 15, any of the things that came between there. And the bills had a couple of those where the illegal motion, like I go back to where, this isn't necessarily directly the offensive line, but the kind of things that Chiefs would do because they couldn't get their offensive line set, where they had to call a timeout because they couldn't get their offensive line set because two guys came set at the same time and it screwed it up. And then two plays later got delay of game because they couldn't get the snap off for the same issues. The Chiefs have to avoid those things. This game was such a stark reminder. 
of just the one thing. There's been one thing. I think a lot of this isn't true for the entire year. Some things have changed throughout. One thing has been true the entire year. They will beat anyone in a game in which they limit the offensive line penalties and don't turn the ball over. Um, and that's it. Yeah. Maybe they limit did, the drops. And they still turned the ball over in this game, and it was a, a huge turnover that they had. I mean, it's but at a, least they were already but, in, like, still winning. Sure. You know? Sure. Yeah, I mean, they... You know, I, I would argue like against Baltimore, probably if you're up three and you get the ball twice as an offense, you're probably not going to be able to screw it up twice, screw it up twice like they yeah, were and fair. still win. Like I think that's probably a difference against a better team in Baltimore. You know, you're you're probably not able to, to if you're fortunate enough to be up three in the fourth quarter, you probably don't get away with turning the ball over into the back of the end zone and, and still survive at, and get out of that game. The Chiefs, of course, were able to do that yesterday. Yeah, the the only uh, quote unquote screw up from a uh, scheme or, or or tactical standpoint would just be early in the game. Clyde Edwards Alaire, like the screen was on the wrong side. Like the, somebody screwed somebody up. Either the offensive line, you, probably the one guy. Probably Clyde. Yeah, Everyone he, else blocked he, one way and Clyde went the else, other. So probably Clyde. Everybody <laughs> else went right. He went left. That was the one. And yeah. early, if you think about the, the drives that stalled. Sport, it was MVS. It was. McCall, well, it or was, not MVS. McCall, no, it wasn't MVS Clyde. this time around. I know. Yeah. I'm used to saying you, him. Yeah, fair. McCall fair. and Clyde. It was when they tried to get the secondary option involved at the near the goal line. It was yeah, it was a Clyde play and it was uh, an, a McCole Harmon play. Other than that, if you focused in on Pacheco, Kelsey, and Rice, as we've talked about all year, great things happened. Shocking. What? Great things happen when their best players touch the ball, Cody. I know. Wild. What a weird like for like the second time in three times. Like Josh Allen played pretty good. He played a really nice game. He didn't come up in the big moment. He screwed up late when he should have been throwing the ball to Stephon Diggs. But we're right back here because of the guy, Mahomes. Like, MVS had a great game. We can talk about all the things that kind of led to this thing. But in the end, the Chiefs are right back to a sixth straight, sixth straight AFC title game in only six seasons under Patrick Mahomes, who played a nearly perfect game himself. And by the way, the stats aren't, like, out of control. He didn't have 400 yards and four touchdowns. They ran 30 less plays than the Bills. They were incredibly efficient with their offense because of something you just mentioned, which was for the most part, what did they do? Hand the damn ball to Isaiah Pacheco, throw it to Travis Kelsey at five catches for 75 yards and two touchdowns. And Rasheed Rice, Rasheed Rice, by the way, had a huge third down conversion for him at the time down tough there in catch, the red zone. Tough catch. tough catch, contested right up against it. Kept a drive alive again. They, they just, they finally seem that, to have, for like the third time in the last four games, they seem to know who they are, which and, I really like. And normally I would sit here, and, and I still think to a certain extent it's true, and I would say, man, Isaiah Pacheco still should have got the ball more, and I, I believe five that. Or six more but times. if they, they, get, they had, you know, the Bills had double the plays. So you're thinking about that. I mean, 15 carries for Pacheco should have been more, but also if they didn't run that many they plays. Didn't have them, yeah, they, they really didn't run that many plays. So I think it actually makes a little more sense if you step back for why that was, you know, for why that was the case. But to be. Uh, in their sixth straight off or hey, AFC title game, and this time it's going to be on the road. I mean, just to, to get to this spot with this team as well. I mean, we all remember the conversations after the Detroit Lions Week One game. At that point, we didn't know it was going to be a year full of drops, but that was the the, the Kadarius Tony drop that led to a pick six, and they didn't have Kelsey and Jones in that game. And then you're trying to figure out, you know, early in the season, you know, what is this defense for real? And then as the year went on, everybody got plenty of faith in the defense and. You know, you just go through and think about all the different moments of questioning this team fairly. Uh, and, and it doesn't mean that they're not flawed still. They are. Um, but they found a way to win with who they are in 2024. And that formula is why they're in the AFC title game. And it didn't happen as quickly as we all thought, but 
the the end result might end up being the same, man. What would it take now, by the way? Think about what it would take you now in the middle of a regular season to think this team's not going to the AFC title game. Like, what would their record have to be? Like, oh, bar, you're like, just saying, say, like, bar, next like, year if they're struggling? Yeah, like, yeah. Let's just say they're 7-6, and six, 13 games into the year, but Mahomes is still healthy, <laughs> Kelsey's still healthy. Like, dead serious. I, would you would you be willing to come on the air and be like, this ain't the year? I don't know, guys. As long as Mahomes is um, as long as this time, as long as Mahomes is healthy and uh, they have you know, and Andy's the coach, and Andy's the coach, and and they've got somebody that's a top receiver option that 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 has shown enough, then then yeah, I mean this is about as bleak as the offense probably is for Mahomes, and yet they're they're still in that game. And just again, the timing could not have been more perfect that they have one of the best defenses in football. The same oh, yeah. year. I mean, well, that, that's why. Great. I mean, let's be honest. Well, like, yeah, that, that's defense, that, that's why. I mean, if this sure. defense was tenth, they wouldn't. They would not be where they're at. I mean, you know that. that I mean, I don't put it at zero percent because again, Mahomes. I but know. Yes, but I don't think about think how this. So. Think about how this game went. I mean, just look yeah. at this game. The defense. As much as people were frustrated in the first half with the defense, they don't win this game if the. I mean, two straight possessions they shut the Bills down. The Chiefs got no points off of it. I know, but like, think about that. The the defense. If they would have given up points on one of those drives, then the offense has to score. The Chiefs you know, have to get the ball was, late. Just another one of those. I mean, I've just, it's weird to just get used to it at this point because some of it is just like you want to do the don't take it for granted thing, but who's taking it for granted, right? Who's out here being It's hard not to though, right? Because it seems. You're just so used to it. AFC title game appearances is the only thing the Chiefs do. Like I pointed out earlier, and this is still the stance, it is wild that if Patrick Mahomes just lost this game in the regular four quarters, Right? Like they just lost 24 17 to the Ravens at the end of four quarters. That would be his single worst performance in any individual season. That'd be the worst year he ever had. Losing in regulation in a, in a conference title game is as bad as it can get for Mahomes. And I mean, that in its own right speaks to what it is. I, I will, and the defense set up in the second half, there's no doubt. They held their own when they had to, especially in that final drive. And with with injuries that during the game, too. Like it's one thing to have injuries during the week and you can game like game plan it. Jamari no, Connor stepped in, stepped up big. Yeah, they, yeah. Willie Gay with the neck injury, Drew Tranquil stepped in before, but still you're asking a player like during the week, we always say, Yeah, you gotta be ready, but it's it's one thing when you have a whole week to prepare without having a player. It's one thing when the injury happens in game. Shamari Connor, by the way, had the third highest pro football focus. Good for him, man. But they needed the offense to be that. Like, and I'm not just saying that because Tony Romo a quarter into the game is be like, it's do or die time for the Chiefs, Jim. They're in big trouble, They're Jim. They're in big trouble. It's like 10-3 in the first quarter, and he was ready to bury the Chiefs if they didn't go down and score a touchdown on that drive. He was ready to end it, to end it all over that drive because, like, it was, like, in the first quarter. I'm not just saying it because of that, but because it was a game in which they needed the offense to score because the Bills were keeping the Chiefs' defense on the field in endless well they, they did time. not have an answer Every for was 13 plays 75 yeah. yards and a score yeah they didn't have an answer in the first half it, it took till the third quarter for the defense to come up with you know some adjustments and in the first half I mean it, it was trending I mean if actually more so we all saw what the Cowboys d- didn't do against the Bills yeah. which was the Bills ran for like 280 yards 270 yards it was pacing for that Oh, it was. They had if, 130 uh, yards in the first it, quarter. It, it was pacing for that, half. and then fortunately the adjustment came. But that's that's how bad it was looking on the, hey, you're not going to be able to stop them. It's going to be a shootout. Fortunately, we all know in the, the second half the defense buckled down and, and it came up with some massive plays. And I also think just, you know, Buffalo limited Josh Allen from being Josh Allen for a while. 
That's why he didn't make mistakes the last two games turnover-wise. But then at the end of the game, they, they tried to pass the ball. I would have kept running it. I couldn't believe that the, the Bills decided to pass as much as they did late, late in the game. And this is a loss that we can all celebrate here in Kansas City and also take joy in the fact that the Bills thought this was it. Like, this was going to be the year because the Chiefs weren't playing well. They had them in their backyard. I also I, I just love that from like what the offseason would be like the, the Chiefs could lose to Baltimore on Sunday and, and we'll be all disappointed. But the fact that you knew what the conversation all offseason was going to be if Mahomes would have lost in Buffalo. Oh, see, Mahomes just can't win on the road in the playoffs. That annoying thing would have been ridiculous. Uh, then you know, Josh Allen's fault for not getting him a wide receiver. Yeah, yeah. Josh, Josh Allen, the, the, the discussion around him would the be way NFL different. Rivalry. You end all of that by yeah. just beating Buffalo. God, Josh Allen. Man's 0-3 against the Chiefs in the postseason. <laughs> Three of the last four years. This is a problem for Josh Allen. And look, again, he has not technically hit the age of what is normal quarterback peak. So, you know, Josh Allen's still got some, some years on this thing. But for his last four seasons to end to Patrick Mahomes three times and Joe Burrow the other. I mean, how, how can you? Like, at some point, I would have said Josh Allen was the better quarterback out of the two of those. I'd never say that now. Just know where they are, but now Stroud's coming up, and he's cheap, and Josh Allen's expensive. Like, they got a whole nother. They're over the cap way more, way more than most teams in the NFL. They've got a messy, messy time on their hands. I can already feel like I'm not going to predict them to win the division next year because I told you. I thought maybe this was it. But also, how can I ever assume they're getting past the Chiefs in the postseason? They might get them once. I don't no, that's know. the mindset that has to be even in that locker room. You, you can say, oh, like, oh, they can't think that way. How, how can you not? This is the you win in the right you, you win in the regular way. season. Who cares? Like, uh, the Chiefs are going to play in Buffalo next year, uh, and whatever we can, we'll talk about the game. It'll be a big game on the schedule, and we'll talk all week about it. But like, truly, like the result, like there are not many games where you're like, oh, the result doesn't matter. It doesn't. When the I, regular season. I don't game? give no. a damn. The Bills can win another five in a row in the regular season against the Chiefs. It does not matter. You think any, like Bills fans winning their regular season Super Bowls? Where has that got you? Absolutely nowhere, and it's gotten you nothing. Yeah, there were a lot of teams who took their regular season victory lap to the Chiefs. The Bills year. had two Super Bowls of, this year. A lot of regular Bills, season the, Super Bowls for some teams playing the Chiefs this year who are not playing in the AFC title game or yeah. the NFC title game. The Bills had two Super Bowls this year. They had the one in the regular season at Arrowhead, and they won. And then this was basically a Super Bowl for them as well because it was in their backyard and they treated it like that. And, and they lost the one that actually mattered, and it, neither one was the Super Bowl. How uh quickly do we see a Stefan Diggs cryptic tweet pop up? Cause I, I mean, feel like that, I feel like that is just saying like he should get out of there. I mean, I feel like that's, he due. did not have a good season by his standard at all. Nope. He at also all. is like $30 million in dead cap to cut. So he's a bill or trade he's him. traded. Yeah. He's not getting yeah. cut. Yeah. Like if you think that there's an out on the Stefan Diggs contract, no, there's not a particularly good out on the Von Miller contract. And Josh Allen's yeah, their issue is more on million de- their issue honestly is more on defense. They still like if Div- if Diggs is back, they got James Cook, Dalton Kincaid looks good. Like offensively, they're not going to suddenly suck next year. They- their issue is on defense, and then just how difficult it is to build a roster once your quarterback is uh, having you know a forty five million dollar cap hit. And you you in the year where the Chiefs were the most vulnerable, you still lost, and it was in your backyard this year. Like what more do you want? I guess we got to move the goalpost further to the right. That's the next rule change for the Bills. Make the goalpost wider. We'll hear that during the competition committee. What was a more I, I this is such a like a small storyline, and I know we only got a couple minutes because we gotta get to Andy Reid. What the hell was Sean McDermott thinking going with that punter? The fake punt? Not just the fake punt. That letting was great. that 
The fake punt feels like a result of choosing the injured punter who had two punts in the game. They both looked awful. We would have been talking way more about his second punt, which was getting ready to lead to a touchdown before McCole Hardman fumbled out of the back of the end zone. And then they ran a fake punt with DeMar Hamlin. I assume because part of the reason I know that he said 10 minutes on, on the field. I also yeah. assume part of the reason is because their punter was hurt. Yeah. They signed a punter earlier in the week. One guy was healthy. One wasn't you watched that man stretch out his hammy all week. And you thought, yeah, sure. He was terrible in that game. That fake punt was a horrible. Any anytime the Chiefs decision. play in the Bills, there's always usually in the playoff games. There's a McDermott moment. Look, and Andy Reid should have challenged the what I think was an illegal forward pass in the first quarter. Same. That was a mistake by the Same. Chiefs, right? But Sean McDermott, like I get it, you're like, hey, they got they got only ten guys on the field. Here's an advantage for us. But you're backed at your own. What was it, thirty yard line or something yep. like that? At that particular time, yeah, that that was boneheaded. He gets you know off the hook for that. Although we played you some calls from Buffalo already. Uh, that the, a lot of the fans there are are thinking it's time to move on from McDermott and, and get somebody in that can get him over the hump. And that's the mind. That's like, that's what happens when you come up short. People are looking for anybody. For the same team. Yeah. For the same team. People are, people are looking at uh, the head coach when we all know Josh Allen's not going anywhere. And Josh Allen's one of the best quarterbacks in football, but if yeah. this were college football, he'd have been gone. If this, if you were the Ohio state head coach and you had just lost to Michigan three times out of the last four years in the college football playoffs, you can bet you can, or the, you know, Big Ten title game, you can make sure that your ass would be out. This is the way it works in a lot of sports, just not the pros. Yeah, someone from 913 says, McDermott was looking for a spark, hoping Hamlin would get them fired up. Look, I got Josh Allen as my quarterback. If I really need to go for a fourth down of my own 30, I'll let Josh Allen make the play for me, not DeMar Hamlin on a fake punt. Even though, yes, that would be a great – again, sometimes we try to – coaches, I say we – there's not, it's not, always a a story, it's not a storybook ending here. Like, you know, it's, it doesn't work that way all the time. And I feel like that was also part of the fake punt. That it was DeMar Hamlin. Yeah. Oh, I know. I just, he was trying to make, he wanted like Disney's the rookie, but the football version, he was getting ready for his made for TV movie. You're like, this was going to be it on the way to the Super Bowl. He had his mm-hmm. crowning moment. I don't know what was going on there. I mean, just Sean McDermott makes bad decisions in bad moments. And this was just another example of that. All right. Up next, let's hear from Andy Reid, who's going to another AFC title game. The only place you can hear from Andy Reid on a Monday after a Chiefs win is right here on 610 Sports Radio. We'll go out to Arrowhead next. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. 
Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.